Hey, it's Jill Monroe. You are checking out RSVP with Jill Monroe, and I have two guests with me. Uh, we're just going to call this Michelle Film Festival Night because we are welcoming more filmmakers, more actors that are featured in the upcoming... Well, the film festival is actually happening now through this weekend, but we'll talk about that more in a little bit. We have Mr. Jeremy Baptiste and Nate Walker here. I'm so excited. Welcome to RSVP, gentlemen. You're now VIP stamped officially. Hey, hey thank, thank you. you. Thank you for having us. Much appreciate that, yeah. So your project is titled When We Grow Up. It's a TV pilot. It's featured um, in the film festival. Tell me a little bit about that, because I thought the premise was really intriguing. Do you want to? No, no, go ahead. Kick it off. Um, when we grow up, it's it's like a coming of age story for thirty year olds, where we're just literally just trying to figure out. We don't have life figured out. We're just trying to figure things out, um, and you're gonna go through these different characters' lives and and kind of follow each of them. They each have their own little arc, and so I don't want to give away too much of right. it, but um, just think of it like this coming of age story for thirty year olds in this world where it's like everything is so crazy and like you're supposed to have life figured out but we just you know what are we supposed to be doing for sure i think it's um i think it does a good job of showing how like throughout life we all get to a breaking point right like you you feel you feel like you know exactly what you want to do oh i'm going to go to school i'm going to be this. this is the career i want to do and then you're into it for 10 years and you realize you're not happy um and yep. so the film does a good job of exploring what that's like um and how you know people are 35 and and they end up feeling lost in the world when they feel like they should have a very strong grasp on where they're at and so that's that's really what the film gets into and it's 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 dope it's fun to be a part of for sure so is that something that you both experience going through life that moment when you're like am i where i'm supposed to be uh let me tell you it's it it, it's it was method like it was definitely method I like I came ready to the plate, ready to let it all. Fly you understood out. Oh, every yeah. single emotion. Uh, totally, for Absolutely. sure. Um, my character in the short, um, his name is Derek, and he's a doctor. Um, and yeah, you know, obviously it takes a lot of work to get there, and then you know, you think I don't want to do this, so you feel like you've just wasted your time, and that was. That's that's very real for me. And before I came to Los Angeles, like I was not thinking about doing entertainment at all. <laughs> oh my bad my bad my bad but um no before i was moving to los angeles i was not thinking about um doing entertainment at all it came at me very fast it was a surprise um i uprooted everything that i had going on and it, it's Where scary are you from? Um, i moved here from virginia originally georgia though okay uh, okay what about you um i'm from houston texas okay and, and uh i'll just talk about my character my character his name is frank and he is a commercial photographer and videographer and he gets into um he gets into you know this realm of of photography but he's unhappy because he wants to you know be directing and doing more fulfilling creative things and so he gets in a rut um and my wife in the short she's an actress and she goes through um you know it it starts off with her booking the biggest role of her life and she's about to start off you know like like a huge career and then you just kind of watch it all kind of fall apart throughout the episode and won't give away too much but this is our pilot episode and we're, we're hoping to get more eyes on it so that we can continue to develop it more and you know put more episodes out there so you can watch the arcs of all these characters and um yeah i think i think it's a great project when does it debut at the film festival 
It's going to be Friday in the 10.30 block um, at the Michelle Film 10.30 Festival. 10.30 a.m. or 10.30 10.30 p.m. Okay. Sorry, I need my night owls to yeah. come out there and see us. And we want to shout out the directors like, you know, Michael Landry and uh, Madeline Mack. Um, they are incredible people. The way that they put this together, they made a very collaborative effort for all of us actors to actually develop our characters. We like it's a whole amazing story behind all that. And then we have Brandon, um, who is also producing. So just wanted to give a shout out to them for sure Absolutely. couldn't ask for a better creative team yeah so what is that like in that collaborative process because you mentioned that having a lot of input on your characters and that is not generally something that comes with you know when you get an acting role so what is that experience like for you when you're working um it was cool because i mean it, it kind of it leans into the type of work that you have to do as an actor anyway right like you present me with the role and the character and you get the breakdown in the background and then you start doing all of this work to figure out how you relate to that character, what that character is going through, their motivations and what they want. Um, so it just kind of puts you in the writer's chair a little bit where they're just like, hey, this is what we feel about this character. Based off of this, what do you think you know, we should add? What layers do you feel like should be added yeah. for that character? And you don't, you don't always get to do that. So that was, that was cool. That yeah, was they really let cool. us, they let us speak like in our own voice, and, like through the character. We made like character playlists of like type of music that they would listen to. So like, we really had like an immersive experience of building these characters before we had even showed up to set. So it was, it was a really cool hands-on project to be that involved with the, with no, the writing nice. process. So I think it showed up in the work now? too. Am I spoiled? Are you spoiled? Is Ooh. that how you really? gonna with like that experience is that something you want to carry with you on different projects and other projects it would it wouldn't be a bad thing I i'll mean, tell you that nate produces so he's he, he's already on that that train he, <laughs> uh, yeah that um it, it was fun um uh, I think I I enjoyed that process. I do enjoy when I'm given something and there's already a ton of layers there because there's things that like I can find that would be different for myself um, or that I wouldn't necessarily think about. Okay, but um, I do appreciate that though. Like it was it was really cool. Like it was dope. So as actors and as filmmakers, I really only have a couple of more hours to talk to you guys okay, about this okay, okay. because of the impending strike. How do you right. feel about the Writers Guild strike that is taking place and the impending SAG strike that is likely going to happen in a couple of hours? I think it's necessary, man. Yeah. I think it's super necessary. Um, pay them people their money. Yeah. Pay us our money. Hey, when you, you got know, money to book Arnold Schwarzenegger on a TV series, they, man, you got you got residuals to fork out. There's just there's more than enough money to go around. Yeah. Um, so yep. I, I don't, it should be a non-issue. Yeah. Um, and especially like, I don't, did you see the article that came out today? That yes. That, and deadline. We talked what? about that earlier that, that they that are going the, to. That was the craziest thing I've ever seen. Like the, the, like the balls to just be like, yo, we just going to wait y'all out till y'all lose y'all apartments. Like what? Like, like that. who says that? That's, That's crazy. Nice, so yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm honestly hoping at midnight that SAG that we just jump on board off the strength. Cause yeah. that's, that's wild to say. And um, yeah, they really... need to pay everybody. They're making enough money. I mean, beyond that, I, I also heard that there was some infighting because the WGA didn't, um, well, not the WGA, the, um, what is it? The, the DGA, the, not the DGA, the AM, the, the, AMTT. Producer, yeah, the, the producers, AMTT, yeah. they, you know, not everybody was on board with releasing that uh, messaging that right. they thought that it was short sighted and that it would make them look bad. So there's a lot of, from what we hear, alleged infighting going mm. on on that side. So I believe it. You know. like, yeah, if I was in there, I'm like, y'all put that out into the news yeah. for everybody to see that? Yeah, for like, everybody for, to hear like, that? Yeah, no, nah, I, I believe that for mm -hmm. sure. But mm -hmm. um, I think, you know, hopefully it pushes us in the right direction and it gives the writers, you know, the courage to, you know, to, to hold the line. 
Yeah. One of the things that I heard about as far as with um, for actors is that, you know, AI is obviously involved in both heavily. But I was reading there's a director named Justine Bateman. She was like a former child actor in the 80s. And she tweets a lot about different things because she's a member of all three guilds, the DGA, WGA and SAG. And she was saying that one of the things that she envisions happening from conversations is that if you let's say you did a film like you have an upcoming hot project, you're in Beverly Hills Cop 4, right? right. So let's say your character in that, we, you know, we won't get into what that is yet. Obviously, we can't. But let's just say your character in in L.A. Cop 3, right? right. That you're the character in L.A. Cop 3. Right. And your character in that, um, they decided that they wanted to spin that character off digitally. Mm-hmm. You, when you signed your contract for L.A. Cop 3, signed away your A.I. rights so they can take you, your likeness, your voice, create a series based off of that and not have to pay you the performance rights or the residuals backing off of that and completely eliminate you out of the equation. So those are some of the things that you're fighting for. So what do you guys think about the A.I. landscape in general? Uh, I mean, I'll say... That is a bit scary. I am impressed with the technology. It is wild. I mean, it is it is fascinating. But at the same time, like when it comes down to, you know, using my likeness without like without real consent, you know, or trying to pull a fast one on me so that you can do something like that or, you know, cutting cutting stunt actors out of the deal because now you can do AI, a whole special effects thing, Extras. you know, so it's like you're putting so many people out of work now because of this. And so. You know, from a conscious standpoint, like, you know, what type of producer, director do you want to be? What side of the fence do you want to be on? You know, do you do you want to, you know, share the prosperity and let let us all grow as as, you know, the human race? Or do you want to like give it to some computer, you know? I so. mean, it's a tough decision because you see how it can help, but you also see the harm that it can cause. Thousand ten percent. So another thing that's buzzing around today is obviously the Emmy nominations dropped, and there's mm-hmm. been a lot of chatter as to whether or not black shows have been snubbed in that. So I just want to know there were a number of nominations for black artists, but you know some people felt that there are certain shows that are being overlooked. So how do you feel about awards? in general and kind of you know the nominations and categories without you know nothing to get you in trouble that's why i said general (laughs) (laughs) you want to go ahead go ahead um me i don't know how to like beat around that bush i feel like you know as far as like black entertainers we've been snubbed in a lot of ways for a very long time i don't think if I get in trouble for that, it is what it is. Like, y'all can go back and, like, the proof is in the pudding. It's all there. Like, you've seen plenty of talented artists um, not get their just due. Um, so, you know, hopefully we're moving in a direction that, you know, th- that that will be handled better in the future. But, yeah, like, there's been plenty of snubs. I haven't seen the list this year. Um, the only thing I did go look to to check and see was to make sure Dominic Fishback got um, – Shout you know, out to her. Yeah. She's warm. Man, she Listen. ate. She ate. Listen. She ate. Like, there's nothing left. There's nothing left. No crumbs nothing. at all. <laughs> nothing. So, um, yeah. oh, go ahead. No, 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 no. you're good. Okay. Yeah, so. Kind of along those lines, do you think, though, that there is too much em- emphasis placed on things like the Emmys and Oscars when we have other organizations that honor our work, our films, the things that put out and support them? Are we, I understand the legacy and what it means, but do we place too much on something that is not out of our control, but obviously hasn't been to this point really catered for us. I think in general, I I think that, you know, these 
we do put a lot of value on these credentials and it and it can pit some of us against one another in terms of you know how we are as a community and i i, I think that you know in general we really should just be looking at everyone everybody as equally talented individuals that are bringing something to the table and that it's really about the narrative at the end of the day not the individualization and, and these these individualized credentials you know what i mean like what is your part in the story and what is the overall story and how is it impacting people's minds and hearts? That's what we're here to do. Do you think that every story needs to educate or impact in that way? Like, not, is it just not, not necessarily? It doesn't have to have a major impact. But if it if it if it changes my mood from a bad mood to a good mood, right. done deal. You know what I mean? That's why we come to the table to be entertainers, right? We're trying to we're trying to just uplift people out of whatever whatever reality they're dealing with, right? Or let them escape to get out of whatever they're dealing Absolutely. with. Absolutely. And so that's 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 it. So I have to ask because obviously you guys are you know focused on when we grow up right now yeah. that yes. you guys can check out at the Michelle Film Festival in downtown LA, and we know that there's a, a you know a, a sort of blackout until after the film festival. But will we be able to check this out online? Are there other projects that you have working on or that you've worked on previously that we can get a feel for your work? There, there will be, uh, if you go on Instagram, you can go to WWGU series um, and you can get more information. We're going to be putting out links to um, to actually watch the pilot if you, you know, if you're not able to make it to the festival. So that'll be up probably shortly on that, uh, probably in the next day or two on the IG. Um, we also have a website, which I believe is www.guseries.com as well. Just, I'm not sure if that's exactly right, but I'm pretty close. sure. Close. It's close, sure. right? Yeah. Uh, but if you if you put in a Google search, When We Grow Up series, you will definitely find some hits. Um, and, Nate, you want to add anything to that? Um, no, I think that was – I mean, you hit it on the money with the with When We Grow Up. Yeah. Um, I'm not exactly sure everywhere that it's going to be. Um, like you said, this this one isn't – necessarily our baby we kind of just got brought to the table so that's really going to be up to to mike and and brandon and maddie yeah and, and maddie yeah. um so yeah man hopefully it's everywhere like i want people to see it yeah i mean you know that's that's our main thing is we want as many eyes and ears on this right now because i think people are going to fall in love with these characters and they're going to want to see more episodes we have some really huge surprises and stuff that we had in our package deal you know to bring in some other characters and other actors that you know we're really fond of and we hope that we get to their parts Amazing. So what about what other projects you're currently working on or where people can, you know, check you out just in general and see your work, catch up with you? Um, yes. I mean, most recently I was in an episode of Quantum Leap. Mm -hmm. um, so if you caught that, I want to say that was like three weeks ago, something like that. Um, so go check it out on Peacock. Go check it out. Go check it out. Um, and then I also have another short film that's making rounds in film festivals right now. It's called Clones and it's serving as a proof of concept for a larger project as well. Clones um, is a big topic right now. There's <laughs> yeah, been a lot of conversation about clones, you know. We'll talk about that it's, another it's, time. No, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. No, it's a sure. great project. It's no, hilarious. Sure. I like. I can't wait for y'all to no, see that. For sure. Actually, yep. he helped out on that because, like you said, okay. he, he also. Um, he and his partner, they they do sound editing and they produce sound and music. So they definitely did the sound edit for that short film, and yep. it has won awards. Yeah. Um, it has won the stars. Um, award for for best concept fiction it's 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 doing very well 
tons of meetings. Uh, fingers crossed that once this strike ends, something bigger will happen because obviously that is all shut down right now. Right. But um, it will. It will. That yeah, project yeah. is too too good to pass up. So while you know we've watched over the weeks or whatever as different productions have shut down and so forth, how does that impact you guys personally? Do you just go and work on other projects or other things that you have going? Or how does that fall out? Will we see you on the strike line? Should they agree? For sure. Um, I've definitely, yeah, I've, I've been out there with the writers. Um, I have a lot of friends who are writers, so I've definitely been picketing. And if, if SAG joins, then I will be out there more yep. for sure. Um, but yeah, you, I mean, you just have to like, obviously, you know, you, you got to pay rent, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm not Will Smith, so I don't just get to kick it in the crib. I'm not yeah. chilling, you know, like I got to go find ways to make money. I got bills. Um, same, same, so, yeah, same. You, I'm you, picking you, in as well. I, I was, um, just at Warner brothers lot yesterday. Um, and you know, SAG is, oh, that was the black one too. Yeah, that was yeah, the black yeah. one. It was They it was had great. people out there stepping yeah. in some old stuff. Ooh, it was so I synced much it, fun. I synced it, was it. but, um, at, on, yeah, I synced it. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's. It's a bit it's a bit of a rough market right now. I mean, like like even for me, it's like just trying to find just side work because everybody's looking for side work in L.A. So like for me, I'm even thinking like maybe I go to Texas and just wait it out. That's where I'm from. Because I'm like what you know, it's you know, life goes on. Right. You know, a lot of decisions you have to make. with Yeah. So it's I mean, it's it's a very interesting time in the industry right now, you know. But so I hope we all get our flowers and we all get our residuals back. For sure, because <laughs> sure. um, some of those sure. residual checks are late. Um, let That's me get, fact. there's some comments for you guys in the chat. T. Sworn says, it sounds like it's going to be a dope film. Cool key elements to keep it authentic and connecting with the streets. So they appreciate, it's a pilot, I said film, but okay. you know. Um, we appreciate y'all, we appreciate y'all. Yeah. It was shot on film, yes. And Pretty Brown Mimi says, it sounds like a powerful story. She'd love to check it out. So people are feeling you. They can't wait to see it awesome. more. I want to thank you guys for clocking in with me tonight for on sure. RSVP with Joe Monroe. Once again, tell everybody where they can find you at on social media. So my name is Nate Walker, and you can find me at, at Mr. Mr. Underscore Nate Walker. And I'm Jeremy Batiste, and you can find me at on Instagram at J.C. Batiste, B-A-T-I-S-T-E. So make sure you guys are following them to check out everything that they do. Make sure that you can, wherever you can, when you can find it, check out When We Grow Up. Amazing. Tell us one more time when it um, drops at the Michelle Film Festival, late night, date night. Hey, hey. Friday at 1030. That's it. 1030 That's it. block. All right, when we come forward, you will have more trending topics. Up next is news and sports. You're listening to RSVP with Joel Monroe on KBLA Talk 1580. So, um, Trent. What's up? You know, in addition to, we talked briefly about all the Jamie Foxx sightings that we've seen over the days. We're glad that he is recovered, right? Is he really recovered? I Listen, I don't know. What I will say really quickly, because obviously I love Jamie Foxx. I think Jamie Foxx is, an, is a legend, the yes. ultimate yes. entertainer, yes. just all of these things. Yes. But I do find it curious that he's just like on a tour around Chicago, like saving people's purses on a yacht on the pickleball court in the same ensemble in the same look hair looks a little different in each photo. I don't know what's going on, but it's a, it's a, it's a lot of that going on because I, I know someone who, um, a celebrity don't know them personally, but I have seen them look about three or four different ways, um, in a week's time. And it's just really weird. And I just, I have a friend, you know, 
I have been texting her back and forth. I'm like, does this look weird to you? And, you know, we have our theories, but it's a lot of people out here saying that they one person, but they don't look nothing like the person. And then you start talking to them and don't match. It's some weird stuff. I think it's. Um, Are you talking about catfish? I think it's a walking AI taking over. It's going too far. It's AI. Yeah. Speaking of, mm-hmm. T. Swarns in the chat said, or is it AI? Yes. So he's on the same vibe as T. you. Swarns, AI James. My man's. That it's 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 an AI. Well, listen, that was not my intended topic yep. about Jamie, but I just thought we'd mention that and drop that down. So Jamie Foxx is one of the producers on a documentary that is going to be exploring the life, career, and legacy of Luther Vandross. I love it. It's Jamie, it's a gentleman named Colin Firth, and Sony Music, and they have come together in production on the first nonfiction look into Luther's life. And we know Luther is a classic, a Taurus. I just had to put that out there, April 20th, okay. Taurus. Um, and so we're going to take get a look at his life. We know that Luther's career, <clears throat> he was a superstar, love songs but we know that unfortunately he didn't get to fully be able to express himself and be who he is um my eye is watering sorry y'all um during his life so i'm sure that the series is going to address some of that it is being directed by award-winning filmmaker don porter i'm actually going to be speaking with her next week about another project that she has coming out she has several documentaries um jamie fox released a statement Not on video, but (laughs) a statement was released and it says Luther is one of our goats. Um, He is one of the greatest singers in the history of music. And it is truly an honor to be a part of this. So, Trent, what do you think about the impending Luther Vandross doc? Are you in? Are you on board? Are you curious about Luther's life? I'm definitely on board. Um, To my knowledge, there hasn't been a project or a documentary about him. He's kind of one of these people that, you know, legacy artists that has been kind of lost in the shuffle. And, you know, it's really, really good to see somebody just, you know, tackle the legacy, tackle the story um, and bring it to the audience. Because, uh, you know, this young generation, um, he's one of these people that we grew up listening to on Saturday morning during the cleanup crew um, campaign. Soul Train special. All that. And uh, we kind of lost that. And so I think that the story needs to be explored. I'm here for it. Okay. Because so, we, we've got too many Michael Jackson and Whitney Houston documentaries. So I mean, yeah. Give us something so different. Give us something different. Yeah. They actually have consulted with a writer who is on Twitter. His name is Craig. I'm sorry. I'm blanking. Craig on. Stewart? No. <laughs> who is Craig Stewart? Oh, wrong person. <laughs> um, Craig Seymour. Craig yes, that one. Is, Seymour. Okay. So this he's, he's written several. He's written a book about Luther Vandross' life, a biopic, yes. and so they reached out to him for some of the audio clips and that. So there's a chance that I, we'll I get to hear. I think he worked for Billboard a long yes, time he ago. Did. Worked, he did. Wrote a lot of articles, interviewed Janet a lot too. He did. He yeah. actually one of the Janet Jackson cover stories he did was um, when I worked at Virgin. Okay. So he actually uh, did a cover story for Janet. Um, this was for the All for You album, I believe. He also did one for the. Um, the album after that that was not on, um, I think the one that was on Def Jam. I'm not sure. I feel like it was Demita Joe, but not. I feel like it might have been something else. Discipline came right after Demita Joe. Okay. What? Well, which album had the single with Nelly? Call on you. That was you. Um, Twenty Yo. Okay. Well, then it wasn't Def Jam yet. It was that album, which I believe was her last album for um, Virgin. Virgin. Yep. Yep. So there's that. So we are looking forward to seeing Luther now. As we discussed briefly about the Emmy nominations coming out and we were kind of looking at 
you know, my definition, well, not so much a definition, but of what shows I would consider a black show and which yeah. ones I wouldn't. So some of the complaints about actors or performances that people feel were robbed in this voting, one of them was Damson Idris, who is, stars in Snowfall. Yes. You know, Franklin Saint. People felt that his portrayal throughout all the seasons of Snowfall, but in particular, this last one where he went very dark, so dark, as we've discussed, he said he summoned the devil in order to be able to bring that performance forth. A little far, but... Very. <laughs> wow. Um, so they said that Damson Idris, they're also nice. very disappointed that... J. Alphonse Nicholson, who plays uh, Lil Murder yeah. on P-Valley, that he wasn't nominated. Wow. Uh, they also mentioned other performances that were that they felt were skipped out on. Let's see. Let's see. It, you know, it's, it's so interesting, um, even after all the conversations that we had about award shows and seasons and how we've been, um, you, know, you know, what is it, Oscar blackout and all these things, that we're still relying on these shows or to validate, you know, and whatever, you know, and I get it. It's tied into, you know, more dollars. It's tied into more views and all that. But come on. Let just let the NAACP awards validate who you are and let's just keep it pushing. Okay. Have a good night. End um, of discussion. <laughs> well, let's move on. I, I, I agree. And I also think that, I mean, so here's the, the catch 22, right? Because as I mentioned, there are several, uh, nominees that are, you know, Abbott Elementary got nominated in several categories. Quinta got nominated for her performance on SNL as a special guest star. Uh, I think, uh, let me go to the list since I am. You know, I think that most um, black people, we just want to see other black people, you know, nominated. Um, and it's, unf it's, you know, it's unfortunate that we have to kind of just not, and this is the wrong term to say it but i don't even want to say this but in in lack of a better term um kind of take what we can get you know in these situations um it will be ideal to have a show like snowfall um a show like p valley nominated for an emmy but we already know how they roll so when we come forward, we'll get into that a little more. Plus, I'll break down some of the nominees that we saw. You are listening to RSVP with Jill Monroe on KBLA Talk 1580. Hey, it's Jill Monroe writing here with Trent the Artist. And we were just having a conversation. So, Trent. Yes. The floor is yours. What, what, what was I talking about again? Anyway, so <laughs> I forgot my point exactly, but we should really stop seeking outside validation from these places. And, you know, with everything that's going on, I think that it will be the turning point in us being more unified um, in what we do in our art. Um, but I also think that black people are just excited to see representation no matter what it is. Um, so, you know, Abbott Elementary is not a black show. It's a kind of, it's, it's, you know, we know what it is. Um, it's a it's a very it's comfortable. It's a slice of life show. Yeah. I mean, there are black characters. It was created by a black woman, and I'm not taking anything away right. from it by saying that it's not a black show. I think that that is perfectly okay. I think that we are allowed to have shows where we're just existing, where it doesn't just necessarily have to be about us being black. You know, I think that that is how we are able yeah. to get all viewpoints out. And it, but it always, always comes down to that, you know, anyway, at the end of the day, but you know, it's cool that 
we do have some representation in the room um and i think because it's you know quinta that where she comes from and all the work that she's put in um she's one of these people that is at the table but also can make change with you know her platform and employing and uplifting and changing the narrative for us so some of the other nominees dominique fishback we mentioned earlier for swarm she ate she did her thing. Yes. I um, Who's your listen. favorite artist? Right. <laughs> you better say Naja. <laughs> listen, she killed that. She was so creepy in that to me. I've been following her since she was um, on this HBO series a few years ago that was kind of about the adult film industry and its roots in New York. And she was amazing in that. She was amazing in Judas and the Black Messiah. What's the one that she had with Jamie Foxx? Oh, another Jamie Foxx sighting. Um power i not power but it's power is something i'm gonna look it up and give you the name side note andy reminded me brought to our attention that jamie fox did post on social media today not his face not his voice but he posted to promote his movie they clone tyrone which is coming out on netflix july 21st he said that he hears the rumors he hears the gossip the buzzing he said they didn't clone him but they cloned tyrone jamie i don't think that they cloned you but i you know body double i don't know you know <laughs> this in, in in hollywood you know this could very well be you know because people are very much aware of the conversation around them you know he might troll so he very well could be well and alive and on the men and having fun with the fact that people are saying that he's now a clone in ai by sending out a body double by sending and just to troll and have a little fun with it because that's what you do at that point what else do you do right i agree with that let me give you some more of the nominees that are you know block janelle james of abbott elementary we know she is hysterical she plays principal ava shirley ralph abbott elementary again we know she won an emmy last year shirley ralph has been on a run and i'm so happy for her because um you know she has been working since the 70s since she was a teenager in film in classic films with um you know our black elite as far as actors and actresses been on broadway originated the role of dina jones in dream girls and all of that so it's good to see her getting her flowers another nominee is jessica williams and she is on the show shrinking which is an apple tv apple tv plus yeah series that um you should check out again not a black show but a very good show i like jessica she was on a show called um well it doesn't matter anymore because hbo is taking it away but it was an excellent show with um called love listen i'm jacking up these names let me stick to the focus before i start confusing myself um so anyway who else was nominated obviously niecy nash was one of the stars of the dahmer series that we saw on netflix that has been nominated for best limited series so you know we like that that was a horrific series obviously based on a tragic situation but that series was amazing Nisi was nominated for best actress um in that along with i think she's the only black woman in that category yes she is but there are other you know women of color along with white women and so that's around it you know that's what happened. I mean, yeah. there are things like in the best supporting actor in a drama series category, 
every nominee came from White Lotus or Succession. I watch both of those shows. They are amazing. They are excellent. But one has to wonder, are the voters, and I am not an Emmy voter. I'm not in that, but I am a TV and film critic. So I do vote on awards during award season and so forth. And sometimes I wonder, because they do campaign, studios spend a lot of money to promote their shows. Are these writers, are these critics getting the same access and exposure to a Snowfall or J. Alphonse's role on P-Valley as they are to things like Succession and White Lotus? Because as great as those shows are, and obviously this was the last season for Succession, and there were some amazing performances, the fact that only two shows are nominated in the in that category seems a little crazy seems like you are not getting the full breadth of what is out there well it's a buyout it's it's obviously a marketing dollars and the power plays big studio money at work and that's what we're looking at and also just wanted to add in the ceremony is scheduled to be september 18th now here's the thing if we are in a screen actors guild strike and a writer's strike that award ceremony is very much going to look like pandemic era time. So we're not sure what will be up and what's going to happen with it. Again, no writers because you can't rain for it and they'll be standing in solidarity. Probably won't be a host because... Mm, it's good to see people in their natural element, though. They all, they all had good improv training and now they can put it to use. But the, the actors and actors, they won't be there to participate because they cannot promote any um, film and TV projects while they're striking. So why are they having it? Uh, because it's still a moneymaker and it's still reserved and, you know, things are bought and paid for a long time in advance and they're still going to give those awards. Studios still put money out there. Bills got to be paid. It will be produced by um, Jesse Collins Entertainment again. You know, they produce the BET Awards. They produce the Oscars. You Probably one of your favorite reality show performances. They have put on so here is your reminder that for the second hour on you if you're watching on youtube if you're checking out the live stream make sure you switch over to the third hour for that video and coming up in that hour we are going to discuss a new thing you know i've been getting a lot of referrals and conversations around tubi movies so mm. um trent and i received one a clip of one i haven't watched the complete episode of this and then there was another movie that we received separately but was recommended to us both yes. so we're going to get into that we're also going to talk about the wayward basketball wife and what is going <laughs> on with that individual would you call her again lost prevention lost prevention lost prevention and we're going to get into is hollywood abandoning diversity i'm Do not they sure ever have it uh you know there are moments yeah mm-hmm it, it was it was a it was a nice buzz topic for 2020. I mean, well, if you look at again the Emmy nominees, so while there may not have been the same number of black people that we've seen over the years, there's also like Ali Wong got nominated for her Netflix series Beef. Um, someone else from that series, and I think the actual series itself was Beef nominated. was good. Beef was it good. It was good. So I mean, I think that there is. But to your point, it's when it's popular. And so there's been quite a change in the diversity and inclusion departments of several media companies. Start, um, it started a couple of weeks ago. We don't know if it happened to coincide with the 14th Amendment when sure it was struck did. down. Of course, come on. You know, come these on. things were happening in and of and around it. But um, seems to be that era. 
It's coming it, to and an they end. Were, it were like five black women, too. Right, right. So, so come on. We're going to get into Read all of room. that and let you know who those individuals are. Like and plus, we're going to talk to our keep it real friend because I got some questions. Got to keep you it know. real. Got to keep it real always. We're in perilous times. <laughs> listen, listen, listen. Um, let me check out some of the chat because the chat is still lit. Also, remind you, if you want to participate, if you have any commentary on anything that you've heard, 800-920-1580. You can check that out in the chat. We are talking, um, let's see, T. Sworn said he loves Tubi and that he's finding some diamonds in the rough. Well, send us some recommendations that we can check out For and review sure. here. Um, Terry Terry says, Anita Baker has had a lot of talent, but outside of her talent and performances, she can be very catty. That is in reference to the alleged hell she that Miss Anita nice used to lady. give Luther Vandross when he was one of her backup singers back in the day and when they toured together. Now, I want to remind you of one thing. If you are in the L.A. area, Black Lives Matter is turning 10, and the People's Justice Festival is taking place on July 15th in Lamert Park. This Saturday from 12 to 6 p.m. There's going to be performances, a children's village, giveaways, speakers, vendors, and a healing justice space. And of course, some of your favorite KBLA Talk 1580 talent will be in the build. Well, it's not a building, but they'll be outside. We outside. So that's what's said. If you're in the LA area, make sure you come and check that out. We'll have all that and more that we mentioned to be reviews and diversity and inclusion conversations. Plus your keep it real friend. You are listening to RSVP with Jill Monroe on KBLA talk 1580.